Welcome to a special edition of Round Hill Radio, the podcast from Round Hill Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we talk about when we talk about faith. Today, we welcome Reverend Christine Eggert, Executive Director of God Before Guns, which is a Cleveland, Ohio-based multi-faith coalition of individuals and faith communities working to reduce gun violence. Her gun violence activism has brought her into many faith communities, the State House in Columbus and the Halls of Congress. I should mention that this episode was recorded two weeks before the terrible events in Parkland, Florida, which is why you will not hear it mentioned. We are so grateful to Pastor Chris for joining us via Skype for this conversation. Well, Chris, this is great. Thank you for coming on to Round Hill Radio. Well, I appreciate the invitation. Um, I wanted to ask you, by way of starting about the conversation, uh, certainly about your organization and God Before Guns and your commitment to it, but was there a defining moment for you when you felt like you had to lift your advocacy to another level and uh, begin this organization and continue the work in that way? Absolutely, there was. Um, The um, defining moment that I can point to was uh, December 14th, 2012, when 21st graders were killed um, at Sandy Hook Elementary, not far from where you're sitting this morning, I suppose. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the um, it had been building for a while. Mm-hmm. When I first moved to Cleveland um, to be senior pastor at Disciples Christian Church, um, very shortly after I arrived, the Virginia Tech shootings happened. Right. And then after that, there was the Gabby Giffords shootings. And then after that, the Aurora Theater. Uh, and um, then there were the Chardon High School shootings where three students were killed and others were injured. It happened one morning as students were arriving in the high school cafeteria. And that one hit close to home because we had families in our church who lived in Chardon, but also uh, we had some uh, young people in our church who were there in the cafeteria that morning. Mm. Um, So that was when I I started realizing how our children are growing up now in schools um, who learn um, lockdown drills and who have been on lockdown for real. And, And then it was just a few months later when Sandy Hook happened and It happened on a Friday, and I was preaching that Sunday, and it was one of those few times when I had a sermon finished on Friday that on Saturday morning I woke up and said, I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't preach what I've already written. Sure. Um, So that that was really uh, what started me in earnest by saying, I I can't just, I can't just think and pray about this. Uh, I have to do something. Mm Mm-hmm. That comment, I have to do something, Um, I was taking a look at your website and also Facebook page and so on, and, you know, occasionally I'll come along, uh, I'll I'll hear that phrase, when are we going to do something? But it sounds like people are doing something, Um, that in fact, there's plenty of action going on. And uh, what would you say are sort of the most uh, obvious demonstrations of what people are doing to bring this issue out to the forefront and then respond to it in a creative way? 
Well, there uh, there are many, uh, Ed. There are many organizations. Uh, several uh, were formed after the Sandy Hook shootings because yes. that was a moment. Um, but each time there is uh, yet another mass shooting, then um, more people sadly, um, more people uh, will react to that shooting and then decide that they can be silent no longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see much more uh, grassroots um, and organizational work on this issue. Uh, we see far more of that than we see um, action by Congress or action by state legislate mm-hmm. state legislatures. Um, if we just looked at what Congress was doing, we would think nothing was happening, but that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing plenty of grassroots activity. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, we've noticed since we started um, our organization, and we hold a lot of uh, public events, uh, we've noticed that the numbers are growing on this side of the issue. Um that uh, more people are showing up, more people are participating, more people are wanting to know what to do, um, more people are involved when we ask for people to uh, write letters um, uh, to their uh, Congress people. So yes, we, we've seen a definite increase. Okay. You know, some of the frustration, uh, so I know many people who are gun owners, and of course, right. When I listen to them, part of their frustration is that uh, they feel that those who own guns and care for them carefully in all of the ways that would be in accordance with that wonderful safety gun tip card and material mm-hmm. that your organization mm-hmm. produces, right. you know, they're saying right. uh, they feel unfairly uh, targeted in some ways by the criticism um, and then say, well, how do you get at the issues of uh, uh, mental health and so on that also are, arise often with the shootings. What What's your response to that population? Well, um, there are, uh, it's not an unusual question for us. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, um, we are an organization, we, we are not anti-gun ownership. We are not anti-Second Amendment. Uh, what we are asking is that people um, consider how in our country Uh, Many people, certainly not all gun owners, but many people are lifting guns to idle status in our country Mm -hmm. that uh, for some uh, we are worshiping guns or we are placing the Second Amendment um, as somehow God given, as we might say about our our Ten Commandments. Um, But we also know that uh, over 90 percent of Americans Uh, believe that we should have universal background checks, Mm -hmm. for one example. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gun owners who themselves have gone through background checks, Mm -hmm. uh, many, uh, a majority of them believe that, well, if I had to go through a background check, you know, I I want that to be the case for anyone who wants to buy a gun. And so that is one place where we find uh, common ground. Um, uh, the, uh, to be able to, to say that certainly hunting or guns for personal protection, um, that people absolutely should have um, the right to own those having passed a background check. Uh, but do we really need, um, assault, uh, rifles mm-hmm. as a weapon that, um, people, can own? Do we need to be able to buy unlimited ammunition 
as um, the Las Vegas shooter um, or the Aurora Theater shooters had. Um, so there are ways that we could come together, um, but um, unfortunately, uh, often we are talking past each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, often we will hear that for some of the things that we are suggesting um, that, well, it's just a slippery slope until then you're going to come and take away our guns. Well, no, that's that's not that's not what we're about. We want those who own guns to store them safely. We want them kept away from children. Um, we want uh, people to be um, aware um, that uh, suicide accounts for, I think, almost two-thirds of, uh, of gun deaths in our country, mm-hmm. um, and that uh, guns should be owned legally, uh, and that people should have to go through a process in order to be able to have the right to own that gun. Right. So I, I think we, there are many places that we could agree, um, but the rhetoric can get... Um, um, can get angry on both sides. Sure. Well, I suspect that gun owners who, once they begin hearing that limitations are going to be imposed on the kind of weapon or on the amount of ammunition, I'm sure you're getting pushback that that's. Oh, absolutely. Um, but that's part of that uh, that, slippery slope. Well, perhaps, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, when there are devices like a, a bump fire stock that was used on, um, uh, some of the weapons that the Las Vegas shooter was using that allows a, a semi-automatic uh, weapon to become uh, essentially uh, a fully automatic weapon. Um, you know, does a device like that really have a place um, in our country among um, citizens? Uh, we might disagree about that, but it's not going to stop us from advocating that that's taking this a, a, at least a step too far. Right. Uh, because uh, 106 people are dying every day in our country from guns. And um, that number is going up. When we started this work in 2012, uh, we were quoting a figure of about 88 a day, and now it's up to 106. So um, this is life and death we're talking about. What's the audience you would most like to reach? I mean, I'm, I've seen from your work that you go to a variety of venues, right? And you're speaking to mm-hmm. communities of faith and so on. Mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. What are the audiences you would most like to reach that are most difficult to reach that most need to hear your message? Are you reaching them or do you think there are some that are really outside your, you know, your range right now? Um, well, certainly we have not been able to um, speak everywhere that we would like to. Um, but I think any time that we are in a community of faith, anytime we're in a, a church or a synagogue, we have the opportunity to reach people um, who we have not previously reached. Because as you know, having been a pastor for um, several years now, you know that um, there is not uniformity across um, a congregation uh, where people agree um, in a church, uh, we agree, uh, in a disciples church, we agree that we will profess Jesus as our Lord and Savior, but beyond that, we may not agree about much of anything. So anytime you're speaking um, or interacting with a, a faith community, you have the opportunity to reach people who, who are there uh, on a Sunday morning or there for the adult education presentation 
who might not have come out to a specifically gun violence uh, conversation. Mm -hmm. But uh, you're able to present the message. Uh, They're able to hear um, the message um, through a lens of, of faith and community. Uh, and um, we believe that if we are going to um, to do something seriously um, to impact this important issue in our country, people of faith are going to have to stand up and speak out about it. Um, I think that the key is people of faith because this is this is a sanctity of life issue. Mm-hmm. If um... it's it, it should not be political. It, it's it's about it's about the sanctity of life. So if you um, speak to a congregation and a few people pull you aside afterward and said, you know, we'd like to continue this conversation, um, mm-hmm. how, would, uh, how would you invite them to start this? Because it's such a vast topic, right, for, for mm-hmm. so many people. It has so many sides to it. It could be quite complicated. Mm-hmm. And uh, they may have personal investment in it in a number of ways. What would you suggest as a starting point? And then perhaps what would you suggest as a first step action? Well, um, certainly we invite people to um, um, to follow what we're doing, you know, to like us on Facebook or check out our, our website. But beyond that, um, there are some, there are several excellent gun violence curriculums. Hmm. Uh, the, the United Church of Christ has an excellent um, curriculum uh, that is free for the use uh, of of talking about um, gun violence in, um, you know, in a small group uh, in in a faith community, uh, it's an excellent study. The United Methodist um, uh, has a, another another curriculum. Um, there are good resources out there um, where people can um, can talk um, in a in a safe setting. Um, where you agree uh, before you start that uh, all opinions um, can be heard and mm-hmm. that we will, you know, we will be kind to each other. Um, but it's it's difficult to talk about without out some sort of uh, guiding hand. And mm-hmm. so uh, our organization uh, is happy to um, to help provide that guiding hand. But also, uh, as I say, there are some excellent resources um, out there for people for people to use. And you've noted uh, and those on your website, for example. And, yes, uh, yeah. believe, yes, Good. we have. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we often ask people to identify a thought for the day and uh, something that listeners can take with them to continue to, to ponder the subject that we've been discussing. Um, mm-hmm. We've been very grateful for your insights, your perspective, the work you're doing, the conversations you're having, actions you're taking. Um, would you have a thought for us that we might consider as we go forward? Okay. Um, well, when I listened to your um, podcast from last week and you were talking about acting on your faith, and that's what we are doing uh, in at God Before Guns. That's what I'm doing personally. And where I have been uh, recently is uh, uh, in the Advent texts, about staying awake mm-hmm. uh, when Jesus is urging us to stay awake. And then also in the, the text that will be coming up soon enough um, that we'll probably be reading on Monday, Thursday, where Jesus is um, asking the disciples to stay awake with him in the garden. Mm. And I believe that 
the gospel is out there for us not just to study and to read and to pray about, uh, but to look at it as a dy- dynamic uh, message um, that um, we're supposed to do something about um, modeling how Jesus lived. And Jesus lived as a peacemaker. Um, Jesus um, uh, didn't say uh, now is not the time to talk about something because it's a, it's a delicate or a difficult issue. Jesus reacted um, to what was happening before him um, and always acted uh, out of compassion and love and um, in asking us to stay awake with him, I think he's saying um, there, there, there is work for you to do out there, and we need to decide um, where we will do that work hmm. and on what issue. And we have settled that our um, uh, that God is calling us to do this work about gun violence. Hmm. Chris, it's been a pleasure to talk with you, and we wish you Thanks. every blessing in the work that you are striving to do. Thank you so much, Ed. It was a pleasure. Blessings. Thanks for listening. Round Hill Radio is brought to you by the members and friends of Round Hill Community Church. You can find more episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, and roundhillcommunitychurch.org.